Welcome back to A View from the Couch. My name is Rich. And I'm Jen. And today we're going to talk a spooky movie. Well, you know, it's October, so... Spooky movie time. It is that time of year. We're going to be talking about a movie that came out this year. It's called You're Killing Me. Yeah, it is. I, The title makes me think of a really fucking bad movie called I Know Who Killed Me. Have you heard of this one? No. It's Lindsay Lohan movie. Mm-mm. It's really fucking bad. I have not seen that. Yeah, it's about a woman who gets kidnapped and she claims that she's someone else when she gets rescued and it's very convoluted and very like bad. Just bad. But the title makes me think of that. You're killing me. I know who killed me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like kill and me are similar or the same words in the two title, it, you know, I don't know. I just I don't know. It, like the name makes me kind of go, Ugh, okay, I guess we're doing this. <laughs> it, obviously, we hadn't seen this before. This just came out, this right? Well, how, how, how new is this? So about six months ago or so. Okay. So I'm going to assume this was shot or at least finished last year because... And Haish is in it, and she died in August of 22. Yeah, she she died while this was in post-production is what I read. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Huh. All right. Well, now obviously, we, we like I said, we haven't seen it before. Mm-hmm. So let's just jump into it. Why don't you give us the rest of the cast and crew, and then we'll then let's talk about this, this little indie movie. Okay, so this was, this was directed by Beth Hanna and Jaron Lauder. It was written by Walker Hare and Brad Morticello. It stars Michaela Miller as Eden, Kiara Milliner as Zara, Jason Warner Smith as Joel, Bryce Anthony Heller as Barrett, Morgana Van Peebles as Kendra, Will Dusner as Gooch. Gooch. The Gooch. Gooch. Anne Haish as Astrid Schroeder, and Dermot Mulroney as Congressman Schroeder. Honestly, I was surprised to see Dermot Mulroney in this. I had no idea. The only two people I knew in here were Anne Haish and Dermot Mulroney. The rest of them are all yeah unknowns or newer people. So well, even the even the directors are unknowns or newer. Yeah. Uh, the writers unknowns or newer. Well, people like, have to start somewhere. They have to start somewhere. This is this is this is a group of people kind of at the beginning of their careers. Mm-hmm. Which interesting. Also it's an independent film. This isn't like a studio picture at all. This oh, is Oh really? A, okay. Yeah. It, I, mean, I didn't catch that. Yeah, it's an independent film. It was distributed by Quiver Distribution, which is an independent Canadian American distribution house, and it was produced by Iris Indie Entertainment, which says right at the beginning of the movie, so okay. you probably won't. You don't watch the credits, really, generally speaking. Most I of the time, typically so. don't pay attention to but, it a whole lot. But yes, independent film. I love a good independent horror film. I remember when I first watched It Follows, which I got a lot of vibes from this from the beginning of this film. I got a lot of It Follows vibes from. But I, I just I like a good independent film because especially a good independent horror film because Halloween. You know, I mean, come on. 
Halloween is the independent horror film, right? Mm -hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, independent horror film. I think that horror has a has a good firm base in independent filmmaking. So I was not while not anticipating this movie when I saw that it was an independent film. I actually had a glimmer of hope, I guess. Okay. So. All right, let's talk about the story. All right, let's dive in. So we open at a prep school where a detective comes to a class and he talks about the disappearance of one of the female students there. Apparently, in the way he gives this like pitch of like what happened and like we're all very concerned about it. Like it seemed like this, it seemed like maybe it was supposed to have been given by a newscaster at some point. Maybe. Like, the character was originally supposed to be a newscaster, but they rather would have... They wanted to bring it to the school earlier, maybe. I don't maybe. know. Yeah. It, it just... The way he read it, he read it like he would maybe was originally playing a newscaster. Or maybe it's a not experienced actor with a poor delivery. Not that great of a script, either, when it comes to <laughs> yeah. the... When it comes to that specific That's true. Scene. Maybe he nailed the... I mean, nailed the writing. Who knows? Yeah. Well, who knows? So we get to meet Eden, who at the and this is where I kind of got the "It Follows" vibes. The music gave me "It Follows" vibes at the very beginning here, okay. where she's like standing at the outside at the at the entrance to the school, and she walks out to approach this other kid whose name is Barrett Schroeder. They just call him Schroeder in this. She wants him to ask his dad, who is a congressman, to write a letter of recommendation for her. But he kind of gets snooty with her and is like, hey, that's not how it works. And he kind of takes off with his friends. But mm -hmm. turns out he's having a party. And Eden and her friend Zara are going to crash that party. Zara kind of protests a little bit. But yeah. Eden's like, hey, it's high school. That's what you're supposed to do. Nobody gets an invite to a party. You just show up mm -hmm. to these parties. Now, I don't know about you. Did you ever just show up at a party? I never went to a high school party. <laughs> I didn't either. I went to I went to parties with my friends, which I guess you could say is a high school party. But like, it was just my group of friends. It wasn't like, hey, there's a huge group of people coming right. over. Right. Like any party I have ever gone to in high school was all just my friends getting together to hang out and have a party. So I guess I don't know how this works. I don't either. I don't know if it's true. I wasn't in that cool crowd of kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not in the cool crowd of kids. Let's be honest here. So so Zara and Eden show up at the party wearing angel wings. Eden has a plan. She's going to hang out with Schroeder and befriend him and try and get him to agree to... This is a terrible dad. plan. This is a terrible plan. And you know what? This entire movie is littered with terrible plans and terrible ideas and terrible thought processes. Yes. <laughs> like, nobody makes a good decision in this fucking movie. Well, we have said this before. Horror movies, you cannot have people making wise decisions for the most part. Okay, but a couple of unwise decisions in most horror movies is a little different than the entire story being able to be completely derailed if, I don't know, Someone makes, like, a different decision at, like, 15 different points in the movie. <laughs> right. You know? Like, this didn't get thought through, I don't think. So, 
when they get into the door, one of Schroeder's friends, Kendra, is collecting phones because it's a congressman's house and they can't have people taking pictures of a giant party happening at a congressman's house, which is going to be a convenient setup for what's going to happen. Well, you have to get rid of cell phones somehow. Right. Cell phones ruin all horror movies. Right. <laughs> not not no, all of them. There's but... no service. I lost my cell phone. Right. It fell in the water. The battery's dead. Yeah, the battery's yeah. dead. Something. Yeah. Eden spots Schroeder, and she convinces her friend Zara to talk to Gooch, which is just a fucking silly ass name, man. That's a that's a name right out of the eighties, Gooch, <laughs> <sighs> because Gooch is playing beer pong with Schroeder, and the plan is. Zara will get Gooch away from Schroeder, and Eden will hop in and become Schroeder's partner in beer pong and be able to connive her way into getting a recommendation for this school that she wants to go to. So, Gooch and Zara head out and they go to the kitchen she ma- he makes her a drink they seem like they're getting along actually yeah they're kind of bonding a little bit right yeah yeah and then eden sees everybody sees really yeah. we 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 just notice it through eden's eyes eden sees a girl outside screaming about did any of you see my sister mm-hmm. we're assuming that this is the girl that who you know this is the the missing girl's sister basically right now, I didn't pick up on that right away. At first, when she was screaming about the missing girl, I thought, oh, we have another missing girl. Oh, you thought that there was another person so at the I party So I thought we that were missing? going to have a serial killer type thing going oh, on. Oh, interesting. Okay. No, I I, I made that connection right away. I okay. thought, yeah. That's... I did once they were in the car, but the very okay. first when she was screaming, I'm like, oh, okay. So we yeah. have a second one. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So Eden decides that she is going to drive this girl home to kind of endear herself to Schroeder. Schroeder lets her borrow his car. She drives from the girl home and then comes back to the party. Schroeder wants Eden to tell her what what's your, what's your pitch? What do you what is it that you think makes you Pembroke material? And so she kind of gives him this pitch and he just says, "Hey, we still got to finish our beer pong game. Partner. So you feel like he's already maybe warming up to her a little bit, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a little bit. So I feel like Eden had like a dual purpose by taking that girl home. She seems really fascinated or interested in this missing girl. Mm-hmm. But we don't ever really find out why. Is that because they were friends? Is it just because she's curious? I, I mean, we don't really see why she's like looking for all this information. Yeah. And they didn't flesh that out really well at yeah. the beginning. Like, it would make sense if they were friends. If they were friends, if, I mean, the only thing that we really get is a glance at an empty chair at the, at the opening sequence when that detective comes to the classroom. Mm-hmm. Eden looks at a chair that the missing girl was in. 
But that doesn't that couldn't that, that doesn't mean anything. Right. There's not enough there. There's not enough weight there to make me believe that like she's somehow invested in finding this girl. Right. You like know? she's upset she's missing. Or, right. Right. Because she doesn't act that way for at all. At, no, because she's more concerned about getting into college. And if right. that was her friend, I would feel like she would be in mourning or having some kind of grief or worry mm-hmm. or something to tell me that this person meant something to her. Right. Right, right, right. Because she yeah. acts way more invested in this missing girl than... Later, anyway, yeah. Than, well, kind of even at this point. Be, then, yeah, I suppose. Because, you know, she gets that little heart thing, and so now she's kind of questioning. Yeah, that's right. Questioning she says, things. oh, my sister made those two or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, the, her her motivation for this felt very confusing to me because mm-hmm. I felt like we're getting two different perspectives here of, maybe perspective is not the right word, but two different ways of behaving. You mm-hmm. know, she's acting this way like she should be someone close, but but... She's also not seeming to care at all. (laughs) I don't know. And let's be honest. The car ride home is the perfect time to establish that. Yeah. You could even make it, oh, they had been friends a while ago, but they grew apart. But the sister still knows that they were friends. Right. Yeah. They could talk about it. It's fucking, you've got, what, three minutes? Give us something. Yeah. Give us a reason that Eden is invested in this. Yeah. But they don't. They don't bother. You could have made the little heart things that something that Eden and her sister had made, right? Eden and the girl that was missing mm-hmm. had made when they were in middle school or something, but they grew apart. Yeah. But she still keeps it because she remembers it. Give up, like, isn't that, don't you think that that would just be a better way to give us a connection to this kid? Yes, 100%. Because later when she's going to the extreme, she's going to, to try and get this phone and get it. You know what she's doing. It would make more sense to me later if she was absolutely more invested in this instead of just checking out and going to the police. Right. Right. Like, why not just hand the phone over and just go to the cops? Or just pretend like you didn't even see it. It's on the side of the thing. Who? Yeah. Put it back. Never like, saw oh, it. they're here for the phone? Oh, yeah, hang on. Just let open me, the fucking door just and let, let me put in. the cover. Let me put the covers on Zara real yeah. quick. And then and then you can come in and get the phone. And then just tuck the phone back where it was. Let them yeah. come get it. Yeah. They, the phone's there. They don't even know that you've seen it. Right. Hey. The assumption that... We'll get, we'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> let's just get to it. Okay. So, to to get to it... Zara gets drunk off of the drink that Gooch made for her, and Eden takes her upstairs to put her into a bedroom so she can sleep. And in there, we see that Gooch is in the bathroom, Mm -hmm. and he's, like, snorting Adderall or some shit. Yeah, he's passed out from doing, I don't know what the hell he was doing. It was like he was mixing some crap. Right, but he he sees Eden putting Zara to bed. And then Eden goes back downstairs. Also, Eden is a shit friend. Right? You don't do this. You right. do not abandon your girlfriend. I'm sure it's different with guys. It's I, I'm guessing there's some issues with guys too, but I for a female who is passed out at a party like this, you do not leave them alone like that. Yeah. She is a terrible friend. <laughs> terrible. 
Yeah, well, we're going to see that too a little oh. later on. The Okay, so she goes back downstairs and apparently the beer pong is coming down to one final shot and Schroeder gives her the ping pong ball and says, if you make the shot, I'll make sure that my dad writes you the letter. Mm-hmm. And she makes the shot. He shakes on it. And then, meanwhile, upstairs, Gooch is taking selfies with Zara, which that could have gone way worse, right? I was very concerned for Zara yeah. here. Yes. Yep. Eden ends up catching him in there. She ends up going back up after she got an agreement because she's just going to go grab Zara and go home at this point, right? Mm-hmm. So she chases Gooch out of there, but he leaves his phone, which is what we were just talking about. Also, Eden. what would possess her to pick up somebody else's phone and start watching the damn videos? That's would the you other thing. do that? No, I wouldn't. Uh, who Why does would that? Do that? Who does that? I mean, sure, maybe if it was a ex-boyfriend and you're insanely jealous and you're trying to snoop on his phone or some shit. Right. I, maybe. Also, also, another major problem with this is why is that video still on the goddamn phone? I don't know. <laughs> like, just thinking about it from the perspective of the people involved. Now, we're going to see later the lengths to which these people are going to go to try and protect themselves and the people around them. Mm-hmm. How does Gooch still have this video? No, I would think they would have taken his phone, watch you delete it, or delete it themselves. It is gone. Destroy the phone, get a different phone, yeah. whatever. But but it's still there mm-hmm. for reasons. Yeah. Now, we know it just happened last week, but we also know that other people know about it. The parents know about it. Yeah. They've helped cover it up. Yep. Not as well as they're going to try and help cover other stuff up, but they've helped cover it up. Right. Of course, we're going to see, we're going to find out that they're not very smart when it comes to this shit. Anyway, as you said, Eden watches the video that's on the phone. The phone cuts out before anything like truly insidious happens other than like them getting her drunk. Right. Like they pick her up, they're going to take her home, but they want her to get drunk with them first, right? And then she walks off. Yeah. Then the phone dies. Then, so the people that are on the phone are Gooch, Schroeder, and Kendra. And she automatically jumps to them being the reason she's gone. Now, I would be suspicious too. They're probably the last ones to see her. (laughs) But at that point, again, pretend like you haven't seen the phone Go talk to the police and say, hey, you might want to go grab this dude's phone. Right. There's a video on it. Right. Right before she disappears. Right. Step out of that situation and let somebody else deal with it. That's right. Well, I mean, the funny thing is she does jump to conclusions. Now, of course, the conclusions are correct. Right. But she jumps to conclusions. If now I think all three of these guys, Schroeder, Kendra and um, Gooch, go back upstairs after Gooch says, hey, I left my phone in there mm-hmm. and it doesn't have a passcode. They mm-hmm. go upstairs to try and convince Eden to give them the phone. And she's like, she immediately tells them that she watched the video. Yeah, well, and before that, she asks for a charger. Now, right. they know she doesn't have her phone. Right. What the hell do you need a charger for? This so like <laughs> it's such a dumb like 
so many stupid decisions being made here. Like every decision in this movie, well, everything that happens in this movie is avoidable by making a better decision. So it's not like your typical horror movies. You got one guy that like goes to hide in the chainsaw shed instead of hiding in like, you know, the moving car or the, the car so that they can run away. No, this is literally step by step. Mistake, 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 mistake. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll get we'll get there, but there's more to it. So Eden says, hey, you need to get me a charger or I'm going to start screaming. So Schroeder goes downstairs, cranks the music up, tells the tells everybody the party's over and sends them all home. So now it's just the three of them, Kendra, uh, Kendra, Zara and and Eden. Right. So there's mm-hmm. five people total in the house at this point. Mm-hmm. Zara wakes up. She's sick. She goes into the bathroom to puke and then she sees Gooch outside of her window because Schroeder sent him to go and go up a ladder. Mm-hmm. and go in through the bathroom. So she lets him in because she doesn't know what the hell's going on, right? Yeah, because Eden, why tell her what's going on? <laughs> well, but she just woke up and yeah. she ran into the bathroom. So this one I can forgive. Yeah. This one I can forgive because she ran into the bathroom before anything else could happen. Right, but Eden goes in and goes and talks to her real quick and then runs back out. So, I mean, can she just say, hey, there is some shady shit going on with this. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. This okay, yeah. Dead person or person she could, she or could have shouted something really fast but i don't even think that zara would have comprehended it because no. she's still like waking up probably not sober at this point no she barfs i mean like it takes her a little while to no, process but stuff i anyway. feel like it's one of those things where there's just so much stupid stuff and yes that's a small stupid thing but it's <laughs> like it's just another stupid thing <laughs> Gooch is in the room at this point, and he starts demanding his phone back from Eden, and Eden ends up knocking him out and kind of taking him prisoner. Yeah. Then we get this great sequence where she's pushed this, like, hutch or uh, wardrobe in front of the door, and we get this great sequence where an axe that was referenced earlier in the movie is being used to chop into the door Mm-hmm. as Zara and Eden are pulling Gooch into the bathroom. Also, how the hell... I, I know those sliding doors like that do have a little lock on it, but I don't think they're like real sturdy locks on that sliding bathroom. Sliding doors? The yeah, bathroom? Was, yeah, that wasn't like a normal door. Weren't they like... A, wasn't it a sliding door? I mean, it might have been, but the door I'm talking about is the bedroom door. Right, so they got through that, and then they pulled Gooch into the bathroom... And then they shut the bathroom door just as Kendra and Schroeder sure. were coming in. Right. No, I'm just, what I was referencing is just as what we were getting. It was great editing, I thought. Oh, okay. We're getting this shot of the, the chop at the door and then the body getting pulled. And then yeah. the chop at the door and then the body getting pulled. And the chops, that the swings at the door, the camera, it's almost as if the camera is attached to the... The hatchet. Oh, okay. So I thought that that was pretty interesting. Sure. What, say what I will about the rest of this movie. The editing was really good. And the cinematography was really good. Mm-hmm. There was some standout acting. Some standout acting. Not a lot, but some standout acting in this movie. So, but I, I just want to make note of the good stuff mm-hmm. as I go. Absolutely. because Because I don't want to just be shitting on this movie, which is a weird thing for me to say, considering how we started this whole podcast, which was basically me shitting on the Twilight movies. I was I was hoping for some kind of not 
direct copy of The Shining, but maybe an homage to The Shining with that whole axe bit. Oh, where he'd like maybe stick his face through and be like, here's Schrody. Well, no, not because that's too that's too on the nose. But right. maybe in some of the like what you were talking about with the filming and the editing and mm. stuff like that. So sure, sure. I thought we'd get it, but we didn't. I mean, there's a reference to Alice in Wonderland right off the bat in the movie when she's at her house before they head out. There's a white rabbit lamp. Okay. But that goes nowhere. Like they spend a couple of beats with the white rabbit on the screen. And you're thinking to yourself, oh shit, Alice in Wonderland, this could get good, right? Like what kind of weird, sadistic, nightmarish bullshit could they be going through? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's just, it's a, it's a miasma of bullshit of their own making, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so let's go back to the story. So, the girls tie Gooch up in the bathtub and fill it with water, and then they dangle a hairdryer over him to get the others to go away. He's basically shouting through the door what they're doing. But Schroeder cuts the power. Yeah, which is an easy fix, but again, I feel like we're taking a huge leap here for... Eden to be like, okay, I think these people might have something to do with Melissa's disappearance to, I'm going to murder this person <laughs> because you won't give notes. me a battery charger. <laughs> I, I have, a, I have my, new, my, my notes that says something very similarly. Like your, your decision is basically to become a murderer to prove that they're murderers. <laughs> like that's what your plan is. Yeah. I also had a note in here that they that we have no proof that these people did anything wrong. We just have suspicions. Mm-hmm. However, on the other side, well, we've been talking a lot about Eden's dumb decisions, but on the other side of this, Schroeder's dumb decisions. Mm-hmm. Eden doesn't have any real evidence. She just knows that they knew that they saw her before she died. This kid, this Melissa mm-hmm. girl, right? That's all she knows. Right? Mm-hmm. These other guys acting like this are giving away right. the whole thing. Like, why would they be so frantic to get this phone back if they didn't do anything wrong? Right. Act like, okay, well, I we'll guess we'll get it later. Yeah. She can't have a charger. There's no charger, right? Yeah. So she'll never get to watch the video. Mm-hmm. Just back off. Don't act like you did something wrong. And maybe you'll get away <laughs> with it. Oh boy. So, in the bathroom, Eden tells Zara to go out the window. But before she can do that, Kendra comes up the ladder and grabs Zara. Mm -hmm. And as Zara pulls away, Kendra falls backwards and falls on her own knife. Mm -hmm. Like a switchblade knife that she had, right? So she's on the ground. I I thought she just like broke her neck or something i did too because the way they they had her laying on the yeah. ground yeah they had the, like it was that typical like, yeah <laughs> arms all cockeyed right, right. All like it reminds me of every time peter griffin falls down in family guy his legs are always like cockeyed and weird angles yeah that's what it reminded me of but she actually fell on her knife and they get we get this kind of grody scene of her yanking the knife out yeah. of her back i'm that like why pretty, would you do that it's that was just pretty gruesome. Bleed. yeah you know yeah 
but you know, again, I suppose in the heat of the moment, maybe you're not thinking, you're just thinking that something hurts and it's right there. Oh no, I know. I know exactly yeah. why she did it. But like in my head, I'm like, Jesus, don't do that. That's, That's what uh, I was. I was like, don't oh. pull it out. Leave it there. Leave it there. Yeah. So Eden goes down the ladder and she tells Zara to come, come down, come down now because Zara makes this big deal about, I'm not going to go, you go, and then I'll go after you. Mm-hmm. She finds Kendra, Eden finds Kendra on the ground and does the right thing. She tries to call 911 for yeah. Kendra, but she can't because Kendra's phone has a lock on it. Okay. All right. This is 2023, right? Go ahead. Tell me. I know where you're, I know where you're going with this. Tell you us. can call 911 with locked phones. From a locked phone, you can call 911. That they is have changed correct. this setting that you're the that the phone's locked you can call 911 <laughs> you are correct you are correct i mean if this was probably 5 years ago i'd be like okay all right fine <laughs> yeah but yeah. i'm pretty sure this is on all the newer phones and these guys are <laughs> rich kids i'm pretty sure they right. got the latest and greatest yeah she runs back up the ladder to go back in and Schroeder tries to like knock her off the ladder, but she manages to get in. Zara helps her, you know, grabs her before she manages to fall off, and they, you know, they end up back in the bathroom. And also, why either one of these two idiots at this point stop what the hell you're doing? Help this person on the ground. I understand you probably don't want to call nine one one, but she's going to die. Yeah. In uh. fact, Schroeder, who's supposed to be Kendra's best friend pulls her into another bathroom and leaves her there. It still doesn't call 911. It doesn't call 911. He's such an idiot. He even tells her we can't do that until we have that phone. Yeah. Like that's all he cares about and it costs him people. I mean, obviously we know that right. the phone probably has the footage of the girl getting run over. Right. We know that now. Right. But in the moment, in the moment, you're like, "What the hell is going on?" In the moment, it's not like like it's not like she watched the whole video. Yeah, if she had seen the whole like this changes if she just gets to see the whole video, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Just make it that. Make it that she saw the whole video. She knows what's going on. Yeah. yeah Problem she knows solved. Is that these guys did now? Something. She has an actual reason to suspect <laughs> these guys. Yeah. Is it suspicious that they saw her before, this Melissa girl before she died? Yes, absolutely. Does it confirm that they had any hand in what she, what, what happened to her? No, it doesn't. No, but like you said, with the way they're acting, it's, yeah. you put one and two there. Now it's like, okay, I'm pretty sure something's going on here because this is weird. Right. The story tweak that saves this is she sees the whole video. Yeah. She sees the whole video. So, back in the bathroom, Eden tells Zara what she saw on the phone, but that she still hasn't seen the end of the video. And Zara says, give me the phone. I'm giving it to Schroeder. Because exactly this. Zara's the only one that realizes that they have no proof of anything at this point. Yeah. And now Kendra's probably dead. Gooch is tied up in a bathtub. The door to the bedroom is smashed to shit. And Schroeder's running around the place with an axe. Yeah. So... Give me the phone, give it back to him, and we'll walk the fuck out of here. But Eden's not going to do that. (sighs) 
Meanwhile, Eden's dad shows up at the house to pick her up, and he hears the girls fighting in the bathroom upstairs. But Schroeder intercepts him and beats him over the head with... What the hell did he hit him with? I don't know what he... I, I didn't like catch that part. Like a club or something? Yeah. He just beat the shit out of him with something. And then he says... Zara, he, he tells Zara he's going to kill her dad unless she gives him the phone. And she still looks like she's thinking about it. <laughs> what? Hand over the fucking phone at this point. Just hand it over. <laughs> and it's at this point that the plot thickens, which is not... Much to, it doesn't it does not it's it's not saying much because it's already pretty thick but for it to thicken a little bit maybe a little thicker. Schroeder's dad, Congressman Schroeder, shows up with his wife and says, "What the fuck's happening?" So, as soon as they show up, and then Anne Hayes' character walks in <laughs> and she gives a look to the dad. Yeah. I had an immediate suspicion that they were in on the whole damn thing. Because she just, she had a look that she gave him that was like, all right, another mess to clean up. We're going to have to fix this too. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I hate to say it, but I already knew that the congressman was going to clean this up. Like he was never going to be on on Eden's side at all. No. He was going to do whatever he had to do. To protect his kid. Yeah, but I was kind of thinking more along the lines of how it all started with, let's throw some money at it. Right. And see, make it go away. Right, yes. Which is what we, we end up getting that, mm-hmm. in a way, yeah. <laughs> Only, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it starts that way. Right. So they all kind of take turns and explain to the dad what's been going on, and then they find that Kendra has died. And we're supposed to feel bad for Schroeder in this moment because he's lost his best friend. Don't care. But Your fault. Yeah, it's all his fault, right? Yes. So they bring them all downstairs to sit in this room and they're having this discussion about it. And no one... Okay, so they're all sitting there talking at this point. Astrid fixes some drinks. Congressman pulls out his checkbook and says, hey, I can fix this all. I'm I'm going to get a city contract for Eden's dad, who runs a septic system mm-hmm. business. He's going to pay for Zara... To go to college, even though she got a full ride, he says, you know, I I know that there's other things out there. And if I help you with this, you only have to worry about your academics. You won't have to worry about a job and getting books and all this other stuff. And he says to Eden, hey, I understand you want to get into Pembroke and I can make that happen. I I don't understand why... Eden's dad didn't call the police. I mean, stand up, grab your phone, call the police. Okay. Keep in mind, first of all, that before we even get to the dad, we still haven't seen the rest of the video. Okay, but at this point, Eden's dad was just beat over the head with something. He was assaulted, okay? So he's been beat up. Yeah. He's wounded. 
There's obviously some weird shit going. There's there's axes gone through <laughs> doors. The door, yeah, the door smashed. There, there up. was a kid tied up in a bathtub. I mean, another kid bleeding out in another, the, ba- another there, bathroom. There's weird shit going on. While you're walking down to, to say, where though. where they're going, why are you not texting or calling nine one one? Going, there's weird shit going on. Please get out here. Because he's saying to himself. You know, let's see where this goes. <laughs> well, maybe it's not as bad as I thought it was. You know, Who knows? I, we got to hear him out. I don't know what actually happened here. Maybe I shouldn't call the cops yet until I fully understand the situation. Maybe I deserve to be hit over the head with that pipe. Who knows? <laughs> I, I, I might have. I might have deserved that. Isn't the guy that plays this dude the dad? It's Gareth, right? From Walking Dead. Wasn't Gareth the one that was the the the, the cannibal? Maybe isn't he the one that like trapped oh, them? Oh boy, I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen Walking <laughs> Dead. They had him in the, they had him in the in the rail cars, and they were gonna murder him and eat him. It could be, <laughs> it could be. Yeah, he definitely deserves to get bashed. <laughs> okay, but, I understand the difference between okay. actors. Okay, it's it's a different show, honey. <laughs> right, I know, I know, I know, but. Just saying, I wasn't exactly rooting for this guy to begin with. I, so, anyways, I have thoughts going on in this point because I'm like, why, why is Dad not calling nine one one? And then the, the second the mom has those beverages, I'm like, don't drink that. Yes, that was my oh, first yeah. thought. Don't drink that. Yeah, yeah. But of course, they all do. Yes, and nobody notices that the other three, the congressman, his wife, and his kid. Are not drinking any of that. They're not having any beverages. Right, right. So Eden says, look, we're not making any deals until we see what the rest of that video was. And so she grabs the phone and they watch the video. So we see that Schroeder ran Melissa over with his car. Gooch and Kendra were both there. They all panicked. They threw her body over a bridge into a river. Okay? And So, the, so they were offering them all these great things. They weren't going to get it. They were going to kill these people because they already had the beverages in their hand while they were right. giving them these offers. I think they were just making these offers to kind of let the drugs have a second right. to happen. To yeah. Work. It was just to yeah. kill some time till they were unconscious. Right. Which is fine. I mean, that's fine. That's yeah. diabolical. I get it. That's cool. I understand that. Yeah. That's, a tr- that's a decision that I agree with. Yes. Now, oh, I'm not saying it's dumb. I'm just right. saying that, yeah, the, the, they were not getting this stuff. <laughs> right. And at that point, we know we're killing you, so let's watch. You can watch the video, sure. Yeah. Watch, watch the all video. the video you want. Yeah. So go ahead. Once they see what the video was all about, they're like, we're not doing this. We're leaving. So mm-hmm. Eden picks up Zara or grabs Zara's arm and says, let's go. And it's at this point they realize that they've been drugged. Yeah. They can't make it down the stairs. Meanwhile, the congressman and his wife are kind of slowly walking down the stairs and like kind of Batman villaining at them. Like, oh, yeah. you didn't think we were going to let you get away with this, did you? Yeah. <laughs> and then instead of where I think that like they could have just ended this, right? Mm-hmm. You could have just ended it by putting a title card up that says you're killing me and it's over. Right? Yeah, maybe. How 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 cool is that, right? Like, your character that you thought maybe was going to get away, now she's just fucking dead. Mm-hmm. There's an ending, right? No, they are, instead of, and instead of killing these people, they decide 
that they're going to drive them to a river and stage a car accident. I mean, they're still trying to kill them. He, okay, but you could. they're out. They're passed out. They're paralyzed. Just murder them and be done with it. Well, they, they, okay, they have, the bodies have to be found and they want to make sure, because if they murder them because they killed Gooch. Well, they do eventually kill Gooch when they get to the river. Yeah. Yeah. So they kill Gooch. Yeah. So you have Gooch and Kendra Kendra with knife wounds. With with knife wounds. You don't want all of them to have knife wounds. That's way too suspicious. (laughs) Okay, but. The accident that they're planning, when they find these bodies, you know they're going to know that there were knife wounds, right? I, but that's, I thought that's why they ended up, partially why they ended up killing Gooch, but also to take him out because he's stupid, but was to have the illusion of somehow these guys did this or something. I thought it was weird because you have a dad and four kids. Yeah. And if they were all found in this vehicle like that, what? Yeah. And as soon as they did a toxicology report, they'd find propofol. Yeah. They'd find the the yeah. the other drug, right? Like this the man, this is not a good plan. If you're going to you don't have to find the bodies. They just disappear. Yeah. You just disappear them. They didn't have to find Melissa's body for her to be gone, right? Right, they hadn't found it yet. Did I'm this. assuming because they, they dumped it, they'll find it eventually. They will find it eventually, yeah. but you don't have to. They don't have to be found instantly. You don't have to no. stage this thing. You kill them, you bring them into the woods, you murder them, whatever you got to do, right? Yeah. Not this. You like this is an elaborate ruse. Like the ruse became too elaborate to support itself. Yeah. Yeah, it was really weird. Like two people, two stabbing victims in a car with two kids and a dad who can't walk. By the way. Yeah. How are you going to pin that on him? Were they trying to say that maybe the the two girls killed the other two and dad was helping them cover it up? Is that what they were going to try and pin know. it on? I don't I, know. I don't know. It, it didn't make sense to me. And then I don't care about this movie to like actually try and figure it out. So, I, it, But since <laughs> we're talking about it right now, I was just trying to rationalize. What, what yeah. were they going for here? Yeah. Anyways. Right. Well, anyway, so they they put them all in there. They 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 push the car into the lake or river or whatever the fuck it is. And then somehow Eden and Zara made it out. We don't know how. They were supposed to be paralyzed. Mm-hmm. But somehow they made it out. And the dad didn't. The dad's dead. Yeah. Right? So, all of this, and you've got Kendra dead, you've got Gooch dead, and you've got Eden's dad dead because Kendra didn't give them the fucking phone. (laughs) Yeah. And go to the police. Yeah. But... uh, Now, now, I'm going to stop and say this real quick. Okay. One of the reasons she was saying she didn't want to go to the police was because he was connected and that they wouldn't get in trouble for whatever it was on the phone anyways. There is partial truth to that. Yes, absolutely. So I get that. But you are not a policeman. You are not an enforcer. You are just a kid. This is not on you to try and figure out. (laughs) 
get get the appropriate people involved to take care of this. Yeah. So Eden and Zara are walking away from the wreck. And Zara's like, we have to go to the police. And Eden's like, no, no, I have another idea. I don't understand this at all. This is where it takes the worst of its terrible turns. <laughs> and she turns into fucking Rambo. I mean, so she probably would have been able to get out of this whole thing previous, but now she's she, she could get charged for murder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because, you know, she willingly went there. She wasn't in danger at that moment. I mean, yeah, they had tried to kill her, but that doesn't excuse you for ever trying to go back and kill somebody again. She goes back. <laughs> she murders the congressman who calls him, who calls her Angel for some reason instead of Eden. Yeah, I don't know. He's like, hello, Angel, instead of hello, Eden, and just kind of resigned to the fact that he's going to die. I mean, I know she was wearing white wings, but whatever. That's really fucking stupid. He it never is. refers to her as Angel at any other point. <laughs> and nobody calls her Angel. Right. Lord, and then then she ends up in a fight with schroeder's mom that ends with the fight with her finally getting to use the the hair dryer in the bathtub Mm -hmm. and she fries her so now we've got two people dead and then now now again yeah they have a nice fancy house, right? Yeah. Aren't there freaking circuit breakers on all those type of things in bathrooms? <laughs> and and I'm assuming they have circuit breakers in their house, so yeah. it's not like it would go on and on and on like it did here. Oh, sure it would. <laughs> yeah. And now and then Eden decides she's going to take out the last of them. She gets the car, gets into Schroeder's car. And Schroeder goes and gets his grandfather's World War II rifle that he stole off a German soldier. He runs out in front of the car and tells her to get out of the car, and then he she decides she's gonna squ- she's gonna chirp wheels at him and come after him. She's gonna she's gonna run him over like he did to the Melissa girl, right? Mm-hmm. But he shoots her too, so now she's been shot, drowned, paralyzed, <laughs> and she kills him basically, or she rolls she runs him over, and then Zara shows up just as he's about to like murder her. Just as he's about to murder Eden, mm-hmm. Zara shows up and hits him with the gun, which hits him with the rifle in the back of the head. And he says, you're killing me. And then he dies or he starts to die. Yeah. So now. Okay. Eden had one, two, three different opportunities to go to the police instead of continuing on with what she was doing. Mm-hmm. And she took none of them. None of them. And in fact, now, like what you were just saying, she can go to the cops, but she's going to get arrested. She killed three people. Yeah. <laughs> she turned into the she turned into the Punisher or a Rambo. Yeah. What what a fucking turn. Like, this is a mind-blowing turn. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And also, now the cops are showing up. At their house. Who called them? Who called the fucking cops? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I don't know. Oh, my God. Anyway, they walk off. Zara and Eden walk off, and the movie is finally, thankfully, blissfully over. 
whose idea was this one? Was it mine? I think it was yours. God damn it. Damn it. Now, I th- want to say for a good first half hour of this movie, I could have sworn I had seen this movie before. <laughs> it felt so familiar to me that I was like, I feel like I've seen this before. Did you figure out what it was? No. I did. What is it? There's a movie called Ready or Not. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's about the girl who goes to the uh, party at her rich fiance's house mm-hmm. and ends up getting hunted. I, it's very, very similar. It is, but I enjoyed that movie. Um, well, there's a vast difference in quality between these two yeah. pictures, but yeah. But it's I feel like it. Thing. it's not just that, but I feel like it really pulls from a lot of other movies, so I don't feel like it's very original. Mm-hmm. So it feels repetitive to stuff i've already seen only worse <laughs> if that makes sense it doesn't I guess. it does make sense uh, okay do you have any other notes before we get into the rest of this i i, I don't have anything else to add to okay. this at all i i want to point out just one other thing here and that is that morgana van peoples plays kendra mm-hmm. morgana van peoples is the granddaughter of Melvin Van Peoples, who was a great 70s black exploitation actor who became a kind of a character actor later after that that era faded. So she's got some real good like like acting heritage. Uh, Mario Van Peoples is her is her dad and he's a great actor and director in his own right. So Okay. Yeah. So so at least one person in this movie besides Dermot Melroney and and Haish has some serious acting pedigree so all right yep all right so jennifer let's do our thing even though i kind of know where we're going with this keep renter a race and why this is an erase for me this movie just doesn't make sense there's a lot of stuff that their choices (laughs) the character choices just don't make sense and i understand in horror movies you have that to some extent. But this just felt like so much. And then the fact that I could have sworn I'd seen this movie before <laughs> for the first half hour. I even, partway through, I looked at you and I go, did we see this already? Because I felt, really felt like we had. There was some acting in here that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I think this Bryce Anthony Heller his facial expressions and stuff like that, I felt like he made a good creepy guy. Like, you know, you give him a different storyline where he's a, you know, villain type thing. I think he would do really well with it. He's very expressive with his face and stuff, you know, which I think is important with some of those things. I didn't really care for Michaela Miller who played Eden. She She was probably squeaky voice. Well, and I don't think that was what bothered me so much with her, but, and maybe it was just her character that it, it just annoyed me. The gal that played Zara, I thought she did pretty good. Mm-hmm. Trying to pick out the good spots like you were doing earlier. <laughs> At the very beginning, there was some a little bit of tension in the very beginning where they're starting to build. Okay, there's this mystery. There's a girl missing. You know, what's going on with that? I got a completely different story than what I thought this was going to be. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I felt like they could have made some different choices and, and made this a better movie, but 
there's so many things they would have to do differently, I think, to make it make sense that at that point, just scrap it and start over. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Right. So I, I'm going to go with an erase on this one. How about you? This is 100% an erase. There are things that I enjoyed in this movie. The cinematography was really good. I felt like the editing was really good. But I'm sorry. Look, I'm a comic book fan, and I'm going to speak from that experience. For a comic book to work, you have to have good script, and you have to have good art, right? You can't just have shitty script, good art. doesn't make sense. You can't just have shitty or uh, good art and shitty script. doesn't work. There has to be a melding of the two, right? And if you're going to have great cinematography with a shitty story, it's not going to be a sell. There's no sell there, you know? This movie could easily have made about 100% more sense if you just connected Eden to the girl that was missing. Mm -hmm. Somehow. Then you understand why she's obsessed with this video. You understand then why she wants her all this revenge by the end of it. Yeah. The revenge, but even the 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 part like like I said with that video where there's no actual proof, but there's just the suspicion. But if she's friends with her, she's gonna find out because she cares. She we, cares about that person. You then. even have the groundwork laid for this because they were both in band. We know this because there's a reference to to to. We know this because there's a reference to Eden being in band, and we know by watching the video that Melissa was in band. She's lugging around a tuba or something, right? Mm-hmm. Make the connection. Yeah. Just tell us. The sister is the obvious point of reference for this. Michelle's sister. Yeah. Right? She's the obvious point of reference. She's the obvious in to give us the story that we need to make it make sense. The rest of this movie makes no sense without there being a connection. And all the decisions that everybody made on both sides of this, even the fucking dad, which you pointed out, made absolutely no sense. This movie is a really, really bad movie. Like, I could, I, I wouldn't even have, I can't even entertain the idea of renting this movie. This is a, this isn't a race. Erase. All right. So I need a palate cleanser because that's what we do. What are we doing next? Next week, we're going to talk about a new movie, Totally Killer. Wait, how new is this? Like, new, new? It's pretty new. Maybe a couple weeks. Interesting. Is that is in theaters? What's the deal no, on this? No, no, no. This is a streaming movie on oh. Prime. Oh, good. Another another streamer flick. Okay. These are kind of hit and miss, but I guess uh, yeah, more miss than hit. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to give it a shot again. Okay. All right. Yeah, I feel like that. I worry that that's kind of the way that film is going. And I think that the cinematic experience, like going to the movies and sitting there with a bunch of idiots coughing and sneezing and like opening bags of things is kind of part of like the it's kind of part of it, you know, like. Yeah, I I'm getting to the point where. I don't mind watching movies at home, especially because our local theater, our setup at home, we have a nicer TV and sound system than what we get at the theater. <laughs> that, that, Plus, okay, point we taken. We deal with yeah. so much now with people talking in movies, and that yeah. is so annoying. Yeah. I don't know what the hell happened. I think maybe the pandemic like ruined people's etiquette in movie theaters. Maybe. Because... 
Like, I don't remember there being this much talking even just a few years ago. It's just, it's like this, it's like a pandemic of, like, bad etiquette. Yeah. yeah. So, I still enjoy going to the movie theater, but there's a lot of annoyances. So, I yeah. I kind of enjoy watching new movies at home, too. So, I'm kind of in the middle where, <laughs> yes and no, I still like going, but I, I'm i'm okay watching them at home too so fair enough fair enough you know what i just i just remembered what this movie is i think we did see a trailer for this right this is like an yep. 80s slasher movie with time mm-hmm. travel right yes like she goes back in time to stop killer or something or mm-hmm. okay all right i do remember seeing a trailer for this okay cool all right so next week right here on the couch totally killer dude thanks for listening everybody You've been listening to A View from the Couch, a Space Moose Media podcast. You can interact with our hosts on Twitter by going to twitter.com forward slash view underscore couch. You can also email us at aviewfromthecouch at yahoo.com. If you've enjoyed this episode, please help us get noticed by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or the podcast platform of your choice. Thanks for listening.